Welcome to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, brought to you by Word of Flame Curriculum and the Pentecostal Publishing House. This podcast encourages adult disciples to think deeply about God's Word, further develop their personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and make a greater commitment to the purpose and plan of God for their lives. Let's dive into today's lesson and explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number three of God's Word for Life. This is a lesson companion podcast. So for those of you who are Word of Flame curriculum customers, we are looking in your spring 2020, The Living Word, either your lesson manual or your student workbook. You can follow along with us. We are on lesson number 11 intended for May 10th, 2020. For those who are not Word of Flame curriculum customers, we invite you just to grab your Bible or a device that has the scriptures on it and join with us today as we look into God's Word together. Today's lesson is entitled Watch and Pray, but before we get into the scriptural text and dive deep into that today, I found something a man named Colin Smith wrote on a website called Unlocking the Bible, unlockingthebible.org, and he shares an illustration and invites you to imagine this scene of a salesman knocking at your door and introducing some product he or she is trying to sell you, and you know immediately you're not interested and you tell him, no, no it's, it's not hard for you to tell him, no, uh, why don't you go to my neighbor's house and try them, but I, I'm really not interested. But what happens if you actually would invite the salesman inside and sit down with them and and they begin to share a little more and as they share a little more you begin to believe well hey maybe you know maybe my life would be better with this and and maybe it would be a, a good thing to purchase this um, item they're trying to sell me some things are easy to say no to right at the very beginning and you dismiss it and you push it out of your life but there are some of those things that we invite into our lives and we really had no intention of getting involved in it or doing it but when we invited it into our lives then we became a little more emotionally attached to it and it's harder to say no this is what it means to enter into temptation. Colin says this. He says, you're engaged with it. You're connected to it. You let it inside and it's sitting in your living room. The temptation that landed in your flesh has found a place in your affections. Temptation grows in power as it builds a position in your soul. Let's look at this scripture today. We're going to turn to Matthew chapter 26, and we're going to look at this lesson entitled, Watch and Pray. Well, today we're looking at Matthew chapter 26, and we're going to be reading verses 36 through 46. Verse 36 begins, Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane, and saith unto the disciples, Sit ye here, while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here, and watch with me. And he went a little farther, and fell on his face, and prayed, saying, O my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh unto the disciples, and findeth them asleep, and saith unto Peter, What, could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray, that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. 
He went away again the second time and prayed, saying, O my father, if this cup may not pass away from me except I drink it, thy will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them and went away again and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then cometh he to his disciples and saith unto them, Sleep on now and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. Behold, he is at hand that doth betray me. And our focus verse, Matthew chapter 26, verse 41. Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Now last week we talked about the final Passover meal that Jesus shared with his disciples. And this passage is right on the heels of that. They've shared that Passover. Jesus predicted to them there was one that was going to betray them. And after the meal and after Judas had already left, Jesus got up with his disciples and they made their way to Gethsemane. In verses 36 through 38, we see Jesus bringing them to this place called Gethsemane. And he tells the disciples to sit down and just wait for a little while. And he's going to go off and pray off in the distance somewhere. But he left some of the disciples behind and he asked Peter and James and John to come with him. And he confided in them and told him, told them that he's very sorrowful, that they could see the heaviness on his face. They could sense something was happening. He told them, he said, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Stay right here with me and watch and pray. As the Apostolic Study Bible tells us that the last time Peter, James, and John were called aside to go with Jesus, by themselves, Jesus took them to a place we refer to as the Mount of Transfiguration. And there, those three close disciples witnessed the divinity of Jesus. They saw him transfigured. They saw him standing there on the mountain and his his countenance began to glow and there was something that took place and they got a glimpse of the divine nature of the man they'd been following. But this time, they weren't going to get a glimpse of the divine nature. They were going to get a glimpse and catch a glimpse of his selfless, obedient humanity. I wonder as we look at these scriptures today, are you willing to follow Jesus into the hard places? Are you willing to follow him into places that may not seem comfortable? It's easy to go with Jesus and witness the miraculous and see the divinity and, and be blown away by the great, incredible works that he's done. But there are times in our lives that he will call us away to follow him into a difficult place. Are you willing to do that? Or is there something that fights against us when he calls us to those places? Would you consider that question today? Are you willing to follow the Lord into the hard places? Looking at verses 39 through 41, we see Jesus has gone off by himself to pray, and then he comes back after that first time of being away for a little bit. He comes back and he finds his disciples, those closest to him, Peter, James, and John, not praying, not watching, but he finds them asleep. 
And he wakes him up and he asks Peter, says, what, could you not watch with me one hour? Could you, don't you sense something's about to happen? And he says these words that are the focus of this time we have together today. He says, watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. Now, we all recognize we cannot avoid every temptation. He wasn't telling his disciples to watch and pray that you never enter or find or experience temptation. If that were the case, that would be wonderful. We were able to pray that, Lord, don't let me face temptation. Never let me walk into temptation. But it was not what Jesus was saying, and there's something important that we need to learn from this passage here today. He didn't tell them to pray that they would not enter or experience temptation. But if you look at the context of this to understand what the writer's intent when he wrote this, when he expressed what Jesus was saying, Jesus was basically saying, watch and pray that you don't fall into temptation. That when temptation comes, which temptation is going to come, that you don't fall in it. And we can look at temptation in a couple different ways here. There is the temptation that comes that we feel compelled to give in to a sinful desire, give in to this sinful nature, this temptation that comes. And we need to pray and watch so we're vigilant so when that kind of temptation comes, we don't fall into it. We don't go into that. And just like the illustration we talked about of the salesman that comes to the door, we don't invite it in. Pray, watch, pray that you don't fall in temptation. But there's another temptation, and it was the temptation Jesus was beginning to face. Sometimes temptation comes in the force in the form of adversity. We are tempted. We are uh, experience adversity and hard times, difficult times come against us. And Jesus is saying, "Watch and pray, so that you don't fall in the time." Of temptation. So I want to ask you today as you consider that passage with me, do you make a practice of daily prayer and vigilance? Do you make a practice of daily watching and praying, a practice of watchfulness? We must take time every day. We've talked about it in the last couple episodes of this podcast. We've talked about the importance of taking time and making prayer a daily part of our lives. Here's another reason why. It's because temptation's coming. It's because you can't avoid every temptation. It's because there's going to be temptations in our lives. We're going to face adversity. We're going to face difficult times. But when we face those times, if it's a sin We have watched, we are praying so that when the sin presents itself, when the temptation presents itself, we can shut the door and say, not in this house, go on down the street. Or when the adversity comes, we will not fall. We will not succumb to the adversity. So I want you to consider today as you consider this passage, do you make prayer and vigilance a daily practice in your life. If not, it's so important because temptation will come. And if we'll watch and pray, Jesus in this passage gives us a promise that we can have the strength to not fall in temptation.
The last part of this passage I want to look at as we begin to wrap up today's podcast is verses 42 through 46. Here Jesus goes away and prays the second time. And he comes back after praying for a while the second time, and he finds his disciples asleep again. This time, though, he doesn't wake them up. He goes back again just to pray for a third time. And after a time of prayer, he comes back, wakes them up, and tells them, It's time. He that has come to betray me is here, and the time has come. In this passage, we can see that prayer can deliver us from falling into temptation. But prayer cannot stop God's purpose from coming to pass. We can pray that God would keep us from falling in temptation. But when it comes to God's will and God's purpose being done, we have to get to a place in prayer where we just fall in line with God's purpose. Jesus, we find him praying in the garden, Father, let this cup pass from me. But if I have to drink this cup, then thy will be done. Prayer then becomes a way for us to align ourselves with God's purpose. Because you will not stop God's purpose. Nothing will stop God's plan and God's purpose from coming to pass. So we must find a place of prayer where just like Jesus, we can tell the Lord, if I have to do this, if this is the way it has to be, then help me not to fall under this adversity. And I surrender to your will. Thy will be done. There is a battle that's taking place in all of our lives. And Jesus tells us it's a war between the spirit and the flesh. So as we consider this last bit of the passage here today, I want to ask you, which do you feed more, the spirit or the flesh? We have to be watchful. We have to be prayerful because there is a war going on inside of us. We cannot deny it. And if we want the spirit to win, then we better feed it more than we feed our flesh. And I'm not talking feeding your flesh the pizza or the hamburger or the french fries, the broccoli, the grilled chicken. I'm, I'm talking about feeding the spirit, the spiritual things that will sustain you, or feeding the flesh, the lustful things and the fleshly things that will cause us to draw closer to the world more than we draw closer to God. So which do you feed more, the flesh or the spirit? I want to encourage you to do a couple things as we look forward to this week ahead of us. And as we look and see how these scriptures and how this passage can help us grow and deepen our relationship with Jesus Christ. First thing I want to encourage you to do today, this call to action is this. Be prayerful and watchful this week. Be prayerful and watchful this week. Draw closer to God and watch for his hand at work in your life or your family this week. Be aware, be alert, be vigilant. God's at work in your life. Don't be discouraged. You don't have to fall into the adversity that's come against you. You don't have to fall into the temptation that's presented itself to you. You can be prayerful, you can be watchful, and you can watch God work in your life. And the second thing I encourage you, a call to action for this week, focus on feeding yourself with spiritual things this week. Feed yourself with God's Word. 
There's so many ways to do that, whether it's picking up your Bible and reading it or opening a Bible app and reading it or listening to it, reading Christian writings or listening to godly music. How can you feed your spirit this week so that your spirit is strong? And when you face temptation, the spirit is going to win and not the flesh. As our focus verse says today, the words of Jesus, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Dear Lord Jesus, we are grateful that you have given us your spirit because we are in a battle and you understand, you know the fight, you experienced it there in Gethsemane, you experienced the flesh warring against the spirit. But you have called us to be watchful and to be prayerful. And I pray for those listening today that you would be with them right where they are, if they're sitting in their car, if they're sitting in their home, if they're jogging, if they're walking outside, whatever they may be doing or wherever they may be, I pray that your spirit would come near to them and close to them, that you would strengthen us and help us for the battle in the days ahead. Help us to be watchful. Be near us. Help us to draw close to you. Give us the strength we need to be overcomers. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy that you've extended to each one of us. We pray your hand of blessing and anointing on each life. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, where together we explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. If you haven't yet, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you are looking for other Bible study tools and resources to encourage you in your walk with God, visit us today at pentecostalpublishing.com.